y'all and uh welcome back to a podcast you didn't ask for but you're getting anyway it's another episode by your host that would be me cotton candy hentai girl and my bestie brian you here yes i am awesome awesome um so this is a different episode we actually did not come here with a story um we just want to get to know you guys a little bit more i have a little announcement or whatever (laughs) Um, should i do a drum roll (laughs) (laughs) yes you do a drum roll i don't even i I should be like figure out how to do the sounds or whatever um but yeah um your girl is no longer a single pringle (laughs) i am uh, officially off the market and hopefully this time it'll be forever like you know, because I'm kind of like a romantic person, you know, whatever, because, 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 yes, and now we're both not single anymore. We're not for the streets. We are not for these streets. No, because I, for my brief stint on these streets, this was atrocious. Oh, like, the dating had the- vastly different. Oh my God. The last time I was on the streets for real, for real, I was single for about three years after getting my heart smashed to bits. Um, by, by, uh, yeah, my ex who decided to get married, um, on me. And yeah, after that, I think I just was not, I was not with it. Like the streets called my name. I went to clubs, but then, you know, being on these streets, the COVID streets, was a little <laughs> bit more difficult than than I even than I even planned. So what we had in store for you guys, since you know, I want to celebrate my newly. Um, I'm hanging it up. Like I'm hanging it up. I'm still gonna post sexy content. Mm-hmm. Still all of that stuff because my babe doesn't mind it. Um, but respectfully, of course, because right. um. But I just want to share with y'all some horrible dates we've had. <laughs> some bad ones. And actually, Brian, there was one I did not tell you. So there was one I did not share with you because I was high key embarrassed. But now like I think back about it, like I can I can I you know, you make some stupid decisions. Uh, being a hopeless romantic kind of person you like you know i'm gonna jump all in with two feetsies so yeah. my just a heads up everyone a little bit about your girl i am kind of a fast pace mover because i know what i want and um even while i was single for the short time that I was, um, it still feels like I knew what I wanted. And it was always hard to find someone that like knew what they wanted as well. Cause I think in this dating world, not everybody knows what they want and everyone's leading very scared, like very nervous, very worried about the future, very worried about like their, just advancements um going forward and that's to me i'm not nervous once i'm over the ex or over the past relationship i jump all in do you feel that way too like i don't know what's your dating i don't know like the the way you date is a little bit different than mine yeah like i i mean i kind of understand a bit more of the apprehension and stuff because like i like I too am more of a hopeless romantic, but I'm also like, I'm also really introverted. And so, especially when I was younger, I was just painfully shy and awkward. And so like on the outside, I'm not make I would rarely make any kind of moves and stuff, but on the inside, I'm already, you know, planning the wedding, the number of kids, oh, wow. the life that we have together. I'm already that far ahead. And we didn't even get out the starting gate yet. So it was, oh. it, was it was bad. Like okay. I, <laughs> so it's funny. I run 
like I take the relationship. It's like, you know, in uh, relay races, mm-hmm. when you get the baton, I am waiting on them to pass me the baton and I'm like running with it. Right. And then I'm waiting to run with the baton and then we had to run together. Yeah. I just, I take off. And then when I pass the baton, I pass it right before the marriage thing, because it's something that I feel like um, I was always kind of in the clouds about. Like, I never, mm-hmm. so when I was younger, I just assumed it happened, right? Like, I just assumed nobody talked about it. But um, after my seven-year relationship, I realized that you are supposed to talk about it. You are supposed to kind of have an idea of what the two of you want your married life to be like. Um, mm-hmm. So I always kind of, like, ran and then, like, <laughs> stopped right before the marriage stuff because I felt like oh I can't take it past that threshold not yet I want to get there but because I've gotten so close multiple times that it's like oh I don't know so the first time I was engaged we were really young I was only like 21 21 Mm -hmm. 22 and um I, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. The, our parents were kind of helping us. And it's just like, I knew what I wanted in a relationship. And I thought that that would be perfectly fine. As long as that we were able to be there for each other. Right. Like that's all I wanted was like us to be thick and thin there for each other. We out like, this is just us against the world. Like that was basically how I've always taken my relationships um like because i want to be in a relationship i want that i want that like us against the world thing um honestly that's the way it kind of should be it's like you want someone to have your back you want someone not to always defend like in my case like yeah there's a there's a good part of me that would want to defend my girl from like anything that tries to hurt her mentally, physically and the like. But I also want someone that also has my back. Like we're standing side by side. It's like, it's kind of like the, like the scene at the end of the third Lord of the Rings movie, where it just seems like (laughs) it's just a few of you against an entire army and you're standing side by side, just side by side, just, taking it all on like i love Mm -hmm. that i love that like that visual was amazing actually that like that visual is amazing (laughs) (laughs) um i agree with that i that that was that's all i wanted i I never even had like a dream wedding um and and i think it's so funny because i watched this show on tv it's called um uh blind marriage is blind or something it's like it's some it's it's kind of trash tv on netflix like love is blind i think it is love is blind i think it's love (laughs) is blind they start out in like pods they don't even see each other and then they get they get engaged and then they see each other like they connect on an emotional level and then they get to see what they look like i've seen clips of this oh oh god some like some of these people the the questions they ask like i like I was watching TMZ earlier today, and they shared the and they sh- they talked about it. They talked about Love Is Blind a little bit and mentioned that one of the guys there, like he was very he was very into he wasn't into big girls like at all. But instead of like directly asking, you know, what's a woman's weight is, because that would be seen obviously as rude. Like the can I pick they, you up? Can I pick you up? Yeah, he, it, the question was similar to that. He was like, "Oh, so he asked the woman like, oh, you like to go to parties? You like to go to raves?'" She's like, "Yeah." yeah. Like, He's like, "Can oh. I can I put you? Can I ride you on my shoulders?" Yeah, yeah. I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. That's so sad. I'm watching that season right now. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> sorry to ruin it. I, I probably should put that out there. It's, it's a ruin it, but I'm not gonna say who it is, but. If you do watch it, you know who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that show. And it's to me, I could do that kind of show because it's like I do kind of fall in love with who the person is. Unfortunately, what ends up happening is like the physical also has to match like the personality because it's like, so like my bed, like we were talking, we met online. We met on OKCube, okay which is actually like the same website I met my ex from but it's a different app now like they changed 
like a lot of it but we started talking and i honestly talked to anyone who left me an intro anyone who left me an intro wasn't like a complete jerk or whatever um or just like asking for a snoo snoo i was just like i didn't really i didn't mind talking to them so did they, uh, did they I, have to put any effort into the intro or was it just yes. like hey <laughs> yeah no 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 god no no haze um yeah no haze you had to be like gorgeous for me to respond back to just a hey but if you responded back with a hey to me i'm reading all up in that right there's only one mm-hmm. word <laughs> that means you're nervous to put yourself out there you are not really looking for a relationship you are sort of kind of interested in me not quite that interested in me to take the time you know like i'm reading Mm -hmm. all up into it i may be doing the most but it's perfectly fine so you have to do a little bit of something just a little bit i'm not asking for a paragraph which i did get mind you i think i had was like you had told me something about or maybe maybe my ex said it copy pasted like a response and then i was like yo that's a three paragraph response like why in the world oh. would you put that as an intro? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I think you mentioned that to me. And I'm like, that really sounds like a copy-pasted response. You shared it with me. And it just, it seemed a little bit too detailed for just the intro. I feel like that, like, he found the right combination of words to just kind of put on whatever girl was interested in him. It just, that was the intro. Yeah. That's a, that's exactly how I felt. So I uh, I also want to put out there that when you're like online dating, you should always have some friends um, that know who where you are and who you're talking to, and try to just get like as much advice as possible. I use you, Brian, my friend Tim, and um another friend. Oh, I don't think he minds. I'm just gonna go with Jay for now. I would ask him because he's kind of like a bachelor forever, but like at the same time, I know that he would know the signs of like someone who's just wanting wanting snoo snoo. Like I just didn't want to have to deal with that because that's not what I was looking for right like I was mm-hmm. looking for someone who's dating with intent someone who's looking to not be single to not to like build with someone and um to take off running with someone because that's what I wanted to do I just wanted to go running with someone um so <laughs> I guess we could just jump right into the the worst dates that I've had um, we can start with uh, my absolute worst, or like lead up to the worst. Oh no, you for you, you got to lead up to your absolute worst because oh, that that one is just it's it's a piece. It is a work of art, like a work of art, just, huh? Mm-hmm, the way that he fails, <laughs> just work of art. yeah. I think he will always forever be my worst my worst date mm-hmm. Jesus, that, will, that will always be because there was a mixture all my dates are going to be a mixture of me being stupid and just a heads up it's just going to be a mixture of of um all right so my number three number three um it actually wasn't the worst date but it's um goes in because of how short the relationship was and there was such horrible signs on the date that I completely overlooked. This is what happens when you go on a date that you don't think about because you're not sure what you're looking for. You know, you have an idea, but you didn't like write down. Thank you clubhouse for freaking having me write down what it was that I wanted and what I was looking for or whatnot because lord so this date comes in at number three would be a country a tribute to i'll say clock (laughs) she was by far my most unhappiest first date now because the three weeks that followed was atrocious 
But there were so many signs, um, one of them being that, like, you know, in the talking phase, when you guys can't get enough of talking to each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I didn't feel that. I felt like we were talking, but, like, about nothing. So leading up to this date, I had, I was on, like, a super health kick, and I had seen um, these, like, pepper sandwiches, and I was like, oh, no car pepper sandwiches, and then... I have been making it for myself. I've been making it for my son. We love them, love them. All it is is just basically raw pepper cut in half. You dig out the seeds and in the middle, you put whatever you want. So at the time it was like lunch meat or you can make like chicken or uh, tuna fish or anything of that sort. I've been really liked lunch meat and I went with lunch meat because why not? Um, so we can put lunch meat inside and then you can put whatever sauce or whatever. It's like a crunchy, no bread. Bread knocks me out. So like super carbs seem to knock me out lately. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on board, on board. Then I saw on TikTok that you can make cucumber sandwiches. And I was like, oh my gosh, so we made tuna fish. And I'm telling her like, you know, this is the stuff I'm making. Anything else you'd like? Um, I went and got like champagne. I got my cutest like um picnic things. This was our first date. It was supposed to be like a picnic. Um right. I went and got these like really cute like fruit. Um, the like golden berries. I have yet to actually introduce them to Bay, but um I will, um, because they're so good. Um, I just want them to be like fresh and crap. So um <laughs> Yeah, so got all this stuff, all this fruit. We made it nice and washed everything. So cute. I have the cutest, like, picnic basket. It's pink. Everything. The morning of, I'm making all this stuff, right? And I'm starving. I'm, like, so hungry. I've been working out in the morning. I'm ex- and she's like, don't eat without me. Like, like I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I wasn't even snacking at this point now. So just drinking water. Uh, packed everything up. I go pick her up from the train and um, I stopped by the house really quick because I forgot something. Um, um, on the time she got in the car, she started opening the door before I stopped the car. And I was like, why are you doing that? And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just usually, you know, I'm thinking about getting out. And I'm like, well, but you're not getting out here. I'm just running into the house to get something. And she was like, you know, she just like apologized. I ran the house and I got like napkins or whatever. Um, And like extra cold packs. So then I get back into the car. We're talking or whatever, asking her about the ride, you know, whatever. The the little stuff, you know, nothing too crazy. She seems to be clamming up, you know, like she looks uncomfortable. So I'm just like trying to make her comfortable and we go to Eisenhower Park, which is actually one of my favorite Pokemon Go parks to go play community day and stuff like that. Uh, but it also has like a lot of trees. She said that she plays Pokemon Go. And I was like, cool, we can play here and eat. And, you know, um, that's another thing I don't like when people tell me that they play and then they actually really just don't play. And they've only say that to just like, <sighs> whatever. I don't yeah. know. I play, but here's my account that I haven't touched since like 2018, you know, back when it was the first wave and everything was popular. Exactly. Exactly. And not even 2018 because the game started in 2017. So like, don't even like, don't even pretend like you even like kept up with the game anyway. So we find a place and it's hot, right? It's freaking June. This is pride month. She ruined my pride month. Anyway. Um, this is it's in the middle of like the beginning of june it's hot i'm not a fan of the heat um and so we're sitting down and like we're just like talking and i like you know the the initial stuff on like when you're on a date is that you have to break the touch barrier right so like you definitely have to do that. Um, one of the things she did, she did that stupid open the door thing again when I went to park and I got kind of irritated at that because I was like, why are you opening the door before I even park, put the car in park? Like you could have hit another car. Like, what's the point of that? There's no point in it. Anyway, anyway, that was red flag number one, right? She did it twice. There's no need for any of that. Um, 
then we sit down. We start talking. I start trying to hand out the food. She doesn't eat any of the food. Red flag number two. But I didn't think about it. And then she tells me that she didn't smoke enough because I didn't like I didn't like cigarettes or a weed smell um, to eat. And I was like, I didn't know what to take because I'm like, you made me wait to eat just to have a picnic where you're not going to. She didn't eat any of my food. Mm-hmm. She ate, she tried the fruit uh, under duress and uh, she drank some of the water and she didn't have any of the sparkling, the sparkling non-alcoholic stuff. She wanted um, regular alcohol and other stuff, but I didn't even, I was very confused as to why she didn't want to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed that she was like nervous. Um, so that's why it's like, it doesn't come in as the worst date, but it definitely made me feel away because I've gotten to a point now where it's like, I definitely want people to eat my food. Like you've eaten my food. I like cooking yep. for people who are appreciative of eating my food. And thanks to that, now I know that when people don't eat my food, it bothers me. I should have known that then, but I did not. So that's why that date definitely comes in at number three. Because one, she was willing to ruin my car. Two, she made me starve. And then three, she didn't eat my food. Like, what the heck? Like, I'll, what? What the heck? What's your number three? My number three is like, so for me, I don't have much experience on dates. So my dating experience has been very limited. So it's usually just kind of just, it starts and then it just stops like right away. So like kind of like, on the first time we're meeting and stuff like that. So my number three is just based off of one of those times. So I did a bunch of online dating. I mostly did online dating because it really helped not being looked at from another person, talking through a screen. It just made the conversation, made the flow of that a little bit easier. And so over time, it kind of developed like my own, like I call it like a bit of a split identity online. Like online, but a bit more confident. I can joke, you know. I'm, I talk way more sexual than I would in person. Like I do all those things online because I'm like, okay, they're not actually looking at me. I don't have to worry about like my body language and other stuff. And so it just made that easier. So. Hmm. A good amount of the a good amount of the girls that I met was through BlackPlanet.com. You know, for those that know, it was it was the site alongside MySpace. If you wanted to like talk and meet someone, get to know them, that sort of thing. I wouldn't know. They never accepted me. I applied to freaking sign up to Black Planet, but I wasn't black enough. (laughs) (laughs) They rejected my profile. I remember because I had like super rocker looking pictures in it. And Mm -hmm. then the music taste, I remember the music taste that they wanted me to find. And I literally had to stretch to find out, like just find some songs that were closest to the kind of music I listened to. Black Planet was so mean to me. And I was like, really? I'm definitely black, but just because I don't like, you know, some hip hop, mm-hmm. like doesn't mean I'm not black. Whatever. Yeah. I'm salty. I'm salty. It's fine. It's fine. They 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 weren't ready for all black girls then, I guess. No, they no, they weren't. But, they weren't. But so now I so I met so I started talking to this girl and so for I had I think I had two profiles. One I had I believe I had like a few pictures on there. And the other one, I didn't really have any pictures, but I had like I believe like one or two of my poems up there, along with like a little thing about me. And so I started talking to this girl. We we talk on Black Planet, then we go from there to AOL Messenger, and the conversation is just 
you know, it's kind of it's hot, heavy. We're talking back and forth, and you know, this it goes on like that online for a little while until eventually we exchange phone numbers and you know we we talk and again on the phone, just hot and heavy, you know phone sex on and off, like the, the whole nine. And so eventually it reaches the point where, okay, we need to meet up. So we agreed we're going to, we're going to meet up. She lived in a different part of the Bronx. I live in the Bronx. And so we went to go meet up. As we met at a train station to kind of, you know, make it a little bit easier because it's just meeting for the first time to get a feel for each other. And that's and that was when I kind of learned the, that when taking the conversation from online to offline, like when when that reality hits of actually being in front of the other person, like whatever chemistry you have, there's a good chance of just dying on the spot. And so I kind of, so I kind of run into her because she did, share a picture of herself with me like a little bit before that we decided to meet up and so when we actually did meet up like at first homegirl was about to just say oh no I was about to just act like she didn't know who I was and so one for the picture she said I wouldn't know who she was either but we maybe talked for all of like two minutes like she clearly wasn't feeling me at that point. Like the whatever little bit of chemistry I had with her just died out. And so like we just kind of went our separate ways. So the actual meeting only took maybe five, ten minutes tops. And then after that, conversation stopped. Like, and it just it just went cold. Like it it kind of sucked because talking online with her was fun but oof that like I couldn't even call yeah. it a day. it's just that initial you know, meetup just went so bad went south. yeah that does I mean that happens usually when girls are not attracted to the person mm-hmm. and then they're looking so much at physical more than they are at like anything else Yeah, and um, then at the same time they're like oop I don't find them attractive done and done um but at least you didn't waste your time and like take them or like go to like a fancy place or that, anything. That is true. Yeah. Um. All right. So then we're gonna move on to date number two, uh, mm-hmm. and this is the one I did not tell you about because I was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm um, all ears. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, okay. So there was a gentleman not even a gentleman, because that would be stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> um, there was a guy who was supposed to go on a date right before the recent snowstorm that we had. Um, I was supposed to go on a date uh, after work. I was supposed to meet up with him, and um, we were going. To, he is a chef, and he was going to treat me to food at his restaurant. Um, so we had been talking for about a week and a half at this point. And I was like, yeah, definitely was free. Um, my son was at my mom's, so I was free. I didn't have anything else to do. And we were expecting a snowstorm and I was not expecting it to be that bad. But, uh, yeah, so some of the stuff he was saying was like very off-putting. I don't remember a lot of it verbatimly, but I did remember asking Jay like what he thought. And he was like, no, nah, I think he just wants to have coitus. And I was like, oh, okay. So we were talking and because we were hitting it off on the phone, um, he had asked, he's like, you know, if we hit it off or whatever, would you be all right? Uh, coming back home with me and then we can like play a game or watch a show or something um like that and then I was like oh I guess like I don't really like when people ask me to come to their homes but I feel like um after the date but I was like you know the date didn't even happen yet so why are you preemptively asking me on the date to go to your place Mm. 
that is what I was thinking. And I was like, nah, he just wants coitus. Um, cause I know how I get when people take me on a date and it's like almost, I know I'm not supposed to, but I almost feel like obliged to, to, to basically put out essentially at, a, at the end of a date, um, depending on how much they spent or time or whatever. I know, I know, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, feel that way the whole nine, but I definitely do feel that sometimes like that pressure or whatever. Um, so I decided to not go because I was like, nah, I think that's what he just wants. He doesn't want a relationship. Um, so I decided to like chill. I went home. It started snowing. Okay. Then he like calls and was like, Hey, you know, is it okay? Like, I know you bailed or whatever, but can we still talk? Or is it okay? If we still talk. Are you still feeling me? And I was like, well, yeah, like I just didn't feel comfortable with what happened. So I told him I'll bite. Like, it felt weird that you invited me to your place prior mm-hmm. to the actual date. Um, on top of the fact that you don't have a car. Um, so like, I know that like Huntington station is like kind of really popular. So you can walk around and he's ain't live far from there. That's where Matt and I used to, Oh, whoop, I said his name. Um, <laughs> my ex and I used to like kind of hang out every now and then. So, I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't mind or whatever. So he then told me like, he was like, no, it was not, that was not like, he was just thinking just to preemptively kind of think about it. So he had an idea. He had like a daughter, uh, a couple of daughters, two daughters, um, you know, just to make sure that like it was something that we'd want to do because he didn't feel comfortable going into like a movie theater or catching a show or something. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So we continued talking and then he was just like complaining about the streets. We were bonding over complaining about how we hated being for the streets. Um, so by this time it started to snow snow, right? So he had went out with a friend and um, that friend is someone he worked with. So that I was like, oh, so he's like talking about this friend. Um, mind you, after that conversation, he is like being really sweet to me really like telling me like he didn't mean to make me uncomfortable um he wished that we were able to still have the date he wanted to like show me a good time show me how he can cook all of this and i'm just like okay so he seems like intentional he's like yeah i don't understand these women they're like playing a bunch of games um yeah so i was like he's like all these women playing a bunch of games i just want a woman who doesn't play games and i'm like well I don't play games, but it's hard to tell because sometimes guys say one thing and mean another, basically. Mm-hmm. So he was like, that's not me, you know, whatever. So we're talking and I decided, screw it. I'm going to go and meet up with him for the date. Mind you, it is starting to really snow now. So I go and I drive out to him. And he's like, oh my God, Really? you're driving out here like you're not like like he was seriously concerned he like stayed with me on the phone for the most part um and then I guess his phone died or my phone died or something to the other it was just getting difficult for me to like drive and hold the phone talk on it as well as like look at the gps so I get too close and he's like, um, his, the friend had already dropped him off at his place. So he said, just come to his place. We'll still cook. We'll still eat, whatever. We get snowed in, we get snowed in. Uh, he'll dig me out and then I can go home and, and I'll later when it stops snowing. <sighs> I should have turned around then because I was like, this is already like kind of putting me in a weird position. Anywho. I thought we were hitting it off, right? So I get there. He had fallen asleep. And I rang the wrong doorbell. Um, Mind you, my car kind of gets stuck, too. I only have a two-wheel drive. So I can't go up hills. There's hills and stuff in, uh, like, Syosset, Huntington area. Mm -hmm. So I have to park the car at the bottom of the hill and walk up to the apartment, up to the house. Um... So I walk up to the house, ringing the wrong doorbell. Man's like yelling at me, like, 
yelling at me. Like I rang the wrong doorbell, whatever. So I was like, oh crap. So I get to the right spot. He is passed out on the couch. Like passed out, passed out. He's knocked out. Knocked, like knocked, knocked. He left the door open and everything. So I come in, I take off my wet boots, my I'm wearing like a puffer thing. I take off everything and I let it by the door and I'm like trying to wake him up. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So I'm like, crap, I'm exhausted and tired. So I'm just going to lay down. I lay down in his bed um, because again, he's not like waking up. Um, But I like knew kind of what his place looked like because he did show me or whatever. So anyway, I freaking get woken up to him surprised that I was there like he was like he thought it was all a dream he was so happy so then he's like kissing me touching me blah 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 and I'm like oh okay so this is happening I just woke up and he was like telling me that I like snored whatever and I was like well yeah because you know I get I do snore but I didn't realize I snore really loud I'm trying yeah anyway so (sighs) Now we fast forward to his personality because it's non-existent. It's now all he's doing is complaining about alcohol. So now I quickly discover that previous personality that was really sweet and nice was drunk him. Now sober him is all complaining and doesn't want to do anything and wants to trek in the snow to get more alcohol because now we're stuck in the place with no alcohol. I'm like, what? Like, why are we getting alcohol? First off, like, cook for me, like you said, you're going to, mm-hmm. um, or whatnot. Um, and then he's like, oh, I don't have this. I don't have this. He starts to try and cook something. He ends up burning it. And then he's like, oh, like, I don't have this. I don't have that. And then, so then he, like, tosses that aside and then, like, gives me cereal, right? Like, cereal? Like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The chef that supposedly cooks in his own restaurant—well, not his own own restaurant—but he is the main cook of the restaurant. And I have seen that restaurant, so it's not like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he he basically just gave me cereal. So then he's like, "I want to go to the store. Um, so let's you know get dressed. We're gonna go in the snow." And I'm like, "You're kidding, right? Like, first off, I couldn't drive up here because." it's a hill and my car can't handle so mm-hmm. he was like oh it's fine we're just gonna walk we started walking but it was really windy um and then then so then that wasn't happening so then we walked back because he's like oh it's not because i was uncomfortable because i was definitely uncomfortable walking in the snows i didn't want to walk in the snow uh we walked back because he didn't want to walk in the snow um <laughs> So we fast forward and we were we were talking about Star Wars or Star Trek. He's a he's a Star Wars fan. Um he had tattoos of Star Wars and stuff. We're watching a podcast about it. Um for a little bit of short time we're playing GTA um on his game system or whatever. So we're playing a little bit. He like ends up like starting to doze off and he's complimenting me how hot I am, blah blah blah. Um, but because like, I don't want to have coitus, he's acting weird about it. And he's like, okay, but he's like grabbing himself and just being unnecessarily like gross. And Mm. then he like farts on like, just farts, just, you know, just, just farts. Wow. Mm hmm. And then I'm like, I'm like, wait, did you just fart? Uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, the gas, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sir, really? Like, why in the world would you? So then he's like, oh, you don't find that funny? And then so he farts again, but on purpose, like the loud sound. And I'm oh. like, dude, oh, my God, yeah. I need to go home. I need to go yeah. home. So... Unfortunately, I end up, I'm like, I'm going to take a nap. 
Um, I go to try and take a nap. He like cuddles next to me and he's like grinding up against me, but he can't get hard because he's thinking something's wrong with his pain because of the alcohol that he wants to get. So whatever. Yeah, I'm like whiskey pain. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. So I'm like, whatever. I'm like laying in the bed. I'm trying to fall asleep. I doze off. I wake up. And he's already passed out again. So I'm like on the phone, like complaining up a storm to whisper app because I'm just like, oh, this is stupid. I got myself. I did something dumb. Like I knew this was dumb. I knew this was dumb. And I was going to tell you, but I knew, I think you were busy. I remember yeah. texting you, but you were busy. So, yeah. oh man, I definitely was like, this is the worst ever. Fast forward, time to go. We leave. He said, he asks me, he helps me dig out my car. He asks me to take him to the store. I take it to the store. He needs me to go in to 7-Eleven to get the alcohol because he's technically banned there because he got drunk and destroyed their property. That was like his whole reasoning for wanting me to come, basically come all the way over there to help him get alcohol because he's banned from the local place to get it from. Uh, so I make him buy me food because I'm like dude you promised me food that you barely got me I forgot what else he gave me for food but it wasn't anything it wasn't anything so I basically did that I dropped him off nearby he's like oh you can't drive me up the I'm like nope I can't like I'm not driving you up the hill you can walk up the hill yep and I drove myself home drove myself home that was uh, pretty bad Wow. Yeah. 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 Hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I know. So, I was going to take that to my grave, to be honest with you, but of course, you know, I decided to tell that in the podcast and to you, you know, yeah. I was going to take that to my grave. Um, I did tell one oh, person God. just felt like they knew where it was, but like, man, that was but, pretty bad. But you were going to. Did, and you were gonna deny me the, the 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 joy of hearing that a that a chef who is the head chef of a restaurant, you know, who cooks food for people on a regular basis, made you like one of the best dishes ever in a bowl of cereal. Yes. Yes. Nah, I. I I would have found you in the afterlife and would have had to have gotten the story. I'd be like, I'd be in heaven. Like, so I heard that there was a date and he made yeah. cereal and yeah. he, he purposefully farted in front of you in front of yeah. and basically tried to get you to get him alcohol. Like, he's an underage teenager. Like, yeah. I, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He wanted me out just as much as I wanted to leave. Um, trying to tell me that his daughters was gonna come over, blah blah blah. I was like, trust, sir. I would like to leave too. So I wrote him like this long passage because he's he literally messaged me saying, "Well, that was fun." I'm like, "You're kidding me, right? Like something's wrong with you." He he was so like his home personality was just like he's just angry. He's angry. His somewhat people had passed near close to him. And he was just using alcohol as a way to, I guess, numb himself, similar to the clock, how she did that. So, like, whatever they're going through, I was just like, man, alcohol must really make you that numb. So, yeah. It, it yeah, can't I just how, how much you drink, because, oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was uh, yeah, that was my by far the worst, second worst date. Um, second worst date. See, cause I I want you to get to your number one, cause I don't like again, I don't have much in terms of dates, but I have encounters. So before you get to your number one, I'll jump ahead to like my sort of number one, because in talking about the online dating, you kind of like unlock a memory inside where which essentially was like kind of like the last official date that I went on like mm-hmm. I, 
I tried a couple of dating apps. You know, I tried Plenty of Fish for like a hot second that I didn't really like that so much. No, like, Plenty of Fish I, is just for hooking up, as far as I know. Yeah, that pretty much that and Tinder for hooking up. Like I only mm-hmm. I only did Tinder on a whim with thanks to my coworker just kind of telling me about it. So I figured I'd try that out for a second, but that didn't work out great either. But one that I did use that led me to a date, it was, I think it was called Badoo. Like, it was, the like, the app itself was bare bones. It just had kind of, like, these profiles, like, a brief little, like, thing to talk about themselves. And, you know, I I met this girl on there. Like, we started talking for a little bit. She seemed, you know, pretty nice or whatever. And so we, we got to talking and then we wound up deciding, oh, we're just going to, you know, try to grab a bite to eat and go to the movies. Um, the, I, I don't necessarily remember the movie we saw, but I don't think, but I don't think it was the movie we had intended to see because the movie we tended to see, that sold out. And so we wound up just watching something else. And so, like, we're watching a movie. I'm kind of, I, I think I'm feeling her. So then I try to go and hold her hand. And she just seems like a little bit off put by it. And I'm just like, um, I'm like, I was confused. I'm like, okay, went to try it again. She was off put by it again. So I'm like, okay, you know, fine, can't hold your hand, you know, so I figured she'd just into the movie, waited out until later on in the movie, and then tried to hold her hand again. Eventually, she does. She does let me do that. We feel like the rest of the movie, movie goes through fine, and then we go to get a bite to eat. Like, we go to, like, um, it was, it was in Riverdale. It was, like, the mall that's kind of around there, but Again, it everything seemed like it was going fine until she eventually just ends up saying, you know, she, that something came up and that she would have and that she has to end the date early. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's unfortunate, but you know, it happens. You know, I hope everything was okay, and I didn't think anything of it. Fast forward to the next time we talk. And she's like, oh, I don't think this is going to work out, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm thoroughly confused because I'm like, okay, why is it going to work out? And she's like, oh, be- oh it just seemed like you weren't really that in- really that interested in me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, how was I not interested in you? Like, well, you didn't, you didn't hold my hand throughout the entire movie. You know, you didn't try to get me any sort of popcorn. Um, like, just telling me all these things of what I didn't do. And I'm like, but I tried to hold your hand earlier, but you didn't seem all that interested until eventually you did. It's like, yeah, but I wanted you to, you know, like, keep pursuing me. Keep keep going at it. Like, you know, keep trying. And I'm like, but... I'm not the type of person to be like, if you're trying to do something over and over, like I, I'll try a little bit, but if it seems like it's not working, I'm not going to keep at it. Cause then that just, that just gets into murky waters. And I, yeah, I don't and so like, eventually she just seemed like she just, Eventually, we just kind of broke things off after that date, and the last the last thing I heard is like she wound up going on another date, maybe like a couple of days later. I just think she probably liked the other guy a little bit more than me, and just didn't want to say it. But I, I'm doing one thing. I'm getting the one signal, and she's like, "Well, you didn't do enough of this," so I didn't, you know. I was just confused. I was getting all kinds of mixed signals. Like it's like instructions unclear. I'm completely lost. Hmm. Hmm. 
and that was okay that's weird that's a um yeah that's i don't know that you're not supposed to keep pursuing someone if they don't allow you to break the touch barrier mm-hmm. if the if you're on a date and they don't allow you to break the touch barrier let it go because it's like they're not leaving you an opportunity to let them know that they want you to get close to them mm-hmm. i think um in my new relationship <laughs> um he put his hand on my lower back um uh, he hugged me he hugged me and his hand then rested on my lower back um yeah, Classic move. Mm-hmm. yeah. so like the hug totally f- breaks it right i was awkward with the hug because it was in the car it was a whole thing um but then yeah the lower back thing i thought was different it was cute it was nice it was subtle it wasn't like obvious it was like you know trying to cop a feel or anything so mm-hmm. yeah it's like he did like he broke the barrier so that's fine so i could relax a little bit more um i guess he was like more into me or whatever that kind of thing that's weird that's weird but if that never happened yeah i do agree if it never happened i would feel like he wasn't interested like he i would definitely feel that way if it never happened right but uh do but now we're gonna get to the main event here which is your your number one because um oh this is it's gonna be a good one this this is uh my number one huh my mm-hmm. number one so yeah. we are this is probably our longest episode that nobody asked for um it i'm starting is. to feel like we should save it for next week what do you think yes all right i think all so right. i think so, so i agree <laughs> i agree <laughs> um i'm gonna save my number one worst date experience for the next podcast um unfortunately Mm -hmm. i think that would be a podcast you'd be asking for um but because (laughs) uh that's just the going theme of this podcast you just won't be asking for it but just don't ask for it um you'll get it anyway (laughs) so stay tuned um i hope to see you guys listening in next week um this will be on i believe spotify and itunes if you listen to it on itunes please 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 rate and uh, comment five stars um so that way we um have a strong presence on itunes on uh, the one that we do now but uh mm-hmm. thanks guys for listening and we look forward to hopefully having you listen again next week bye guys bye